Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Brought to you by Aqua Systems and GAF Roofing. Good afternoon and welcome into Ride at Home with Rich here on 97.1 FM Talk. I am Todd Bachman filling in for Rich Orris, who has the show off this week, but I am not alone. I have our remodeling expert here with me, Jake Spurgeon. He is a senior home consultant and designer with Mosby Building Arts. Jake, thanks for hopping on with me. No, I appreciate you having me today. So we have uh, various uh, remodeling topics we're going to be talking about today. We're also going to be talking about a home hack. Rich usually has his home hack for the week. We have our own this week. And then we're going to go on the road with Jake. He has an interesting client who has uh, a really fun project, something I've never even heard about. Uh, Jake's going to tell us about that in the third segment of today's show. But Happy New Year, Jake. Yes, Happy New Year to you, too. 2022. So typically around this time, uh, the various remodeling publications and websites come out with their 2022 trends of the year. Uh, So I curated some of these trends. Uh, They go through pretty much the whole home. And I just wanted to go through some of these here with you because I found them really interesting. I want to see if you're seeing these trends out in the wild, so to speak. And I also have some trends that are potentially going out of style. And maybe you agree or or disagree with these. Uh, So let's get into it. But first, I wanted to just kind of talk to you about your experience just to give the listeners out there just an idea of where you come from in the remodeling industry. Yeah, I've been uh, doing design work and home consulting for remodeling for, uh, it'll be 18 years this coming April. Wow, congratulations. Quite a long time. Yeah. Um, I, you know, just have a love for, you know, working with clients and and turning their spaces into what they've always dreamed for them to be. Excellent. All right, let's kick it off here. So for the 2022 remodeling and design trends of the year here. Uh, I'm going to start in the kitchen. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about is layered kitchens or, you know, a lot of times we see two-tone kitchens. So can you give some insight into what that means and, and what sort of things you're seeing with layered kitchens? Yeah. Uh, typically a layered kitchen is not your typical kitchen that's all one stain color or all one paint color. We want to really try to just bring in some different elements into that space If it's a painted kitchen, you might see the base cabinets in a nice, rich, dark gray. Maybe the wall cabinets are in white. Um, And then we're seeing wood tones be brought in a lot more. So maybe having 
the base cabinet's walnut is becoming very, very popular, and then maybe a painted gray or white wall cabinetry is, is really important. But seeing that wood tone or natural elements be brought into kitchens and bathrooms as well is really important. It gives the space some, some grounding and some natural beauty to it. Also makes things maybe pop too as well, some areas that you want to highlight. Um, we see it a lot with islands. I mean, you have yeah. a lot of kind of contrasting colored islands, right? Yeah. When you do the island a different color than the main kitchen, it keeps the space interesting. It keeps it, you know, different. Plus, it gives that island more of a furniture or procured look, like you've got a vintage piece of furniture that is your island versus the perimeter cabinetry is more formal and minimalistic. Yeah, and something we've heard a lot about, too, in the past couple of years, and I don't think this trend's probably going to go away for a while, is mixed metals. Does that play into the layered kitchen look yeah, as well? absolutely. Mixing black with gold, mixing stainless steel with lots of black tones. We're seeing more and more black tones come into spaces. So all that kind of chrome or stainless steel look is slowly going away. You're, you're seeing a little bit more variety? It's a little more variety. Stainless will still be there with appliances. It's kind of your go-to color, um, but still having some more um, metal tones come in. Copper even, um, some brass, aged brass tones especially as yeah. well to really give it some interest. Yeah, it definitely does. It creates a dynamic look in the kitchen. I really like it. Uh, and one that I saw here is kitchens that don't really look like kitchens. So ones that are maybe a little bit seamless within the house, they don't stand out as much. You don't notice that it's a kitchen. Can you, is that a thing? Is, is that it, what you're seeing? It is a thing. Um, what we've learned is with these open, super open concepts like lofts and homes that have no walls, it's just big living, big dining space, big kitchen, and all one main floor with the entry, the kitchen kind of looks a little out of place because all of a sudden you have this commercial stainless steel and cabinetry and things are on the countertops and it it looks a little cluttered compared to the rest of the home so when we say kitchens that don't look like kitchens is everything is smartly stored and put away the cabinetry is very streamlined with the walls um, the appliances may have cabinet doors on them so it mm -hmm. looks like the cabinetry mm -hmm. um, what we call like appliance panels or refrigerator panels and the dishwasher panel um, some of those things that can be put into a space to just really give it a little more of a streamlined look with the rest of the home and your other furniture pieces. So not necessarily doing away with the kitchen look altogether, just making some things a little bit more hidden. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, and we do see those, man, those those fridge doors that, you know, match with the cabinetry or the dishwasher doors that match with the cabinetry. It is a really nice look. Yes, it is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so, and going with that, the kitchens that don't really look like kitchens, there's a, a little bit of an aspect to the cabinetry of this where disappearing upper cabinets are you know becoming a little bit of a trend is that something you advocate you know getting rid of those upper cabinets or yes and no um it for for a while it was very common to see no wall cabinetry and we just had open shelving everywhere which is really great if you're constantly using those items because let's be honest things on open shelving can get dusty, greasy with cooking, um, and just get dirty, and you're, you're constantly having to wipe those things down and clean them as you're using them. That's become a little bit of an annoyance, so we're finding more and more as some open shelving, but more for display, not everyday use. 
Okay, so more of maybe a de- decor showing off something versus yeah. Yeah. some decorative bowls you might have collected on the travels, some different you know pieces that you have. Yeah. Okay. So you don't want to see open shelving with like all my kids' sippy cups up there. That's probably not what we're going for. Not typically <laughs> the most visually attractive thing. <laughs> so, uh, talking about visually attractive, colorful cabinetry is really in. Uh, so you kind of hinted on that before. Uh, it's not just all white these days. We got plenty of color to go around. Oh yeah. It, we are uh, finding more and more clients are asking for very personalized colored spaces. Um, we are getting ready to start a kitchen that is a the color from our cabinet manufacturers manufacturer is called Jasper, which is a very very dark rich green, almost mm. black, um, all black cabinetry and bathrooms, not that stained espresso, but matte black cabinetry. So homeowners are really getting outside of that typical box of either wanting a typical cherry stain or a white cabinetry. They're wanting customized colors. Um, cause cabinetry can come in any color that you can think of. Yeah. And are there colors that you would recommend over others as far as matching the style of the home? I mean, if somebody wants bright yellow cabinets, you know, you, you, you could do bright yellow cabinets. Yes. But I typically recommend try to stay with colors found in nature's Okay, blues, greens are excellent go-tos. Okay, great. And, uh, black, uh, you mentioned black accents and, uh, black cabinetry. We're seeing more and more of that. Black appliances yep. are coming back in. Black appliances are, are now a thing. Um, matte black appliances are starting to come out as well instead of that gloss black. Um, it's like clothing. You know, everybody has a, a black shirt or a black pair of pants or, you know, somebody might have a black dress. That Those are, they never go out of style. So yeah. black is a great color to incorporate into spaces. So going along with uh, the kitchen as well, it's multiple islands. We've seen a lot of this here at Mosby, and um, it's really something that can change the total function of your kitchen and make it look great as well. Yeah, there's two reasons for this. One being is we're finding the elimination of that breakfast table more and more. So it was common to take your existing island and just extend it into that breakfast area, um, which is great. The problem that we found is you have this giant, massive island that you're having to do laps to get around. So now we're breaking them into two islands. So maybe you have one island that's more of a serving area to hang around with chairs, and then one that's more of that prep functional island that's closer to the main kitchen. So it's, it's pretty common for us to, maybe the, the kitchen works, but we need to take that super long 20-foot island and break it into two 8-foot islands, for example. Now, is that kind of replacing the peninsula? A lot of people have wanted peninsulas. Is that kind of taking the place of that? Kind of. uh, You know, that peninsula really kind of breaks the flow off of a kitchen also, and that's why we, you know, typically convert that to an island space. You still get your countertop and cabinet and storage space, but better flow with entertaining and function functionality of the space. And going along with multiple islands, can you do or have you seen – uh, multiple islands that have different colors with them, or do they match? I mean, what sort of style choices do you have with something like that, or what do you recommend? Yeah, it really depends on the space and how kind of the islands are laid out. If it's something that makes sense to have them both match, great, let's do it. But if it is where I described it, that second island going in the breakfast area, if it's kind of outside the main kitchen, let's do a different color over there to maybe give it more of a wood look, like a table or something. Excellent. Okay. 
Uh, and going into the storage uh, functionality of cabinets, and instead of just normal cabinets with shelves, we're seeing more specialized type cabinetry with storage, and then that's roll-out drawers or spice racks, things of that nature. Talk about some of the cool things you've seen with storage yeah. and cabinetry. Just like vehicles now have more and more bells and whistles that yeah. you can add to your four doors and four wheels and a, a steering wheel, you can have so many different customizations and internal accessories for cabinetry. They have the mixer lift-ups lift are great, so if you don't like your KitchenAid mixer on the countertop, it can be in a cabinet and then easily swing up to the countertop height. Um, cutlery dividers, knife blocks and cabinetry, roll trays have been around for a while, but um, super neat different blind corner accessories where the, the items swing out of the corner. So many different accessories that I've you can I've seen us do like Lazy Susans that pull out, you know, because yep. a Lazy Susan kind of a, a great concept, but challenging because you can't really reach it, you know, as, as well. So yep. you can pull the whole thing out. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a fantastic feature. Um, and going along here with uh, the kitchen as well is multiple windows, getting natural light in the kitchens. Is that something clients are requesting more of? All the time. Um, gone is that single little window over the kitchen sink, yeah. but maybe that entire back wall of the kitchen, we open it up and put um, a whole bank of windows. Um, and then, you know, that's kind of getting with outdoor spaces, but when if there's a patio just outside that kitchen, maybe we have a type of accordion door system or casement windows that actually open and there's a bar that's right there that accesses and serves the outside area so you can easily pass food and drinks from that's the kitchen idea. out to the outdoor living space and all that's coordinated together. I mean, it makes total sense, and it makes sense now, I mean, as uh, because of the pandemic, you know, we're spending more time inside, just generally speaking, so people are going to want natural light. They're going to want that sunshine because yep. um, they're cooped up in their houses more, especially now during the winter time. so makes total sense. What about even skylights? Are, are we seeing yes. skylights in the kitchen and in other areas? Demand for that go up? I would put a skylight in every single room if you could. Yeah. <laughs> it just increases the natural air ventilation. Smart skylights are a thing where it actually can tell how many microns of CO2 is in the space and automatically vent to let fresh air in the home. Wow. Um, so many different things that you can do, but skylights come in all shapes and sizes, powered skylights, fixed skylights that don't open, lots of different options there. Even one with shade, so individuals are always worried about too much sun on mm-hmm. hot summer days. Well, there's blackout shades you can close on them as well. Wow. Let there be light. All right. So Or not. Or not, <laughs> depending <laughs> on what you want, exactly. Um, so it used to be kitchen floors. It was all about uh, uh, tile, and now it's uh, hardwood floor. What about uh, alternatives to kitchen flooring that you're seeing, not just the hardwood, that, that classic that's been around for a while? Yeah, hardwood is still kind of a, a lot of go-to. Um, tile is, is also a big go-to, but if concerns are, if homeowners are concerned about wood floors um, where they might scratch or get some water damage, then they do have tile that looks like wood um, that's super hardworking with kids and pets and, you know, you can't really damage a tile floor. Um, and then lots of vinyl plank products that have come a long way and that look fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and, and more cost-effective, too, in some cases, and they create a fantastic look yeah. that can be uh, comparable to hardwood floors. Yep. So uh, 
tons of good options out there now, especially in that space that has uh, evolved over time uh, to give the homeowner so many great options. So we're going to come up on a break here, but uh, we're going to move uh, the the trends here into the bathroom area. Uh, so I have a few uh, 2020 remodeling trends uh, you know, focusing on bathrooms, so I want to get your uh, take on that as well. We will have our own Hack of the Week coming back after the commercial break. You are listening to... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right at home with Rich here on 97.1. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, we're back here with Right at Home with Rich here on 97.1. Todd Bachman and Jake Spurgeon here filling in for Rich Orris this week. Uh, this is when Rich has his hack of the week, and don't worry, you're not going to miss the hack just because Rich is gone. We have our own hack for you. Well, Jake does. He's got a good one for you, especially if you got a, you know a fireplace. You're starting to start that up. It's getting cold outside. So, Jake, if you're having trouble starting your fire, you got a couple tips for us that are pretty fun. Yeah, if you don't have any uh, traditional newspaper, you can use uh, orange peels, tend to light up and can get a fire going pretty quickly. Um, also, you can use dryer lint. Um, 
lint by itself, or if you want to store it, you can shove them in uh, toilet paper tubes to keep them, and then you can light the toilet paper tube, and the lint will kind of go up and help get that fire going for you. There you go. That's a good hack. I sometimes have a hard time lighting fires, so I may have to try out that the orange peel thing. I've never heard of that before. That's kind of interesting. Uh, toilet paper rolls. Hey, those things were like gold a couple of years ago, so you may want to hold on to those. But <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and move on to uh, the bathroom section of our 2022 remodeling trends. We're here talking about that since it is the new year. That means new trends have come out of the remodeling industry. So uh, going on to the bathroom, this is uh, something that's a trend for this year, but uh, we've been seeing it for a while now, and it doesn't seem to be going away. That's multiple shower heads within the bathroom. Uh, Jake, is this something you're still seeing around? Yeah. it's Not only do you need that single shower head, but individuals want like a second shower head that's on a, a wand or a um, on a hose, for example, great for cleaning the shower. But if you have a pet that you gotta get in there in yeah. the winter time, you don't want to, you don't take them to the groomers, but you you know give them a bath at home. Great for that. Um, also for little kids, it's nice to be able to move that shower head down um, and have it be a little bit more accessible for them to to reach and use. Um, Rain shower heads, having a second shower head that's a rain shower head for more relaxing experience, and then body sprays. Um, you know, the more things that you can get in there are fantastic. If you're working out at home because you're not going to the gym um, and you want to be able to have that kind of massage experience, that's body sprays are great for that as well. Yeah, see, so there's a, um, a survey here done by Howes. Uh, this was for last year, but it said that 55% of homeowners who recently updated their showers chose a rainhead shower, or they 23% of them went for dual shower heads. 16% of them added body sprays. So this is something that a lot of homeowners are doing and for a lot of reasons. Now, if it's just, you know, not just a shower, if it's a tub shower, are you still seeing that as well? Is that application still uh, applicable to those types of areas? Yeah, absolutely. We want to see that second that second hand shower on a hose, for example, or a wand along with the main shower head for the same reasons. Um, rain shower heads as well, even if it's a tub shower unit you still can take a shower in there and enjoy a rain shower head. Absolutely, and it creates a spa-like feel to it, and that is one of our next trends. It's spa-like bathrooms. We're spending more time at home you know, with our family, so there could be a little bit of lack of privacy, and you want a space where you can go have some privacy and relax, and what better area to do that than the bathroom. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely. We're finding that bathrooms are increasing in size. Um, we're adding square footage or taking from adjacent bedrooms and making that bathroom larger to get more elements in there. We're finding for a long time it was popular to eliminate the tub. Now we're finding tubs are coming back in the oh, bathrooms. That, specifically a whirlpool or a, uh, an air bath, something with an experience, not just a soaking tub. Um, we're seeing individuals adding coffee or snack stations in a bathroom so really? you can get ready and then have a cup of coffee brewing right there ready to go um, hopefully not next to the toilet not next to the toilet um, for and hopefully the toilet is in its own private yeah, separate water closet go. i'm a big fan of that and my personal own home and in clients homes i sure really want to get that toilet um, in a separate space it allows the bathroom to be two person usable Absolutely. Um, but yeah, lots of these neat little elements. TVs are coming into bathrooms so you can you know, watch the news or a movie or listen to music even 
while you're getting ready for the day? Yeah, speakers uh, within the bathroom. Uh, those are really popular. You can even have speakers that are integrated within the shower head. Isn't yep. that right? Yeah, that's correct. They have shower heads or just built into the wall tile of the shower. Speakers oh, separately. That's fantastic. Uh, you may have given a heart attack to all of the people that uh, recently took out their tub in place of a shower when you just said that. Uh, so, you know, when you, when you do say, you know, tubs are coming back in style, uh, that full walk-in shower is still a big player. And yeah. The majority, I think, of homeowners are really wanting. Yeah. What about uh, this goes along with the heated, uh, or excuse me, the spa-like features is a heated bathroom floor. We're yeah. seeing way more of this. I mean, this is becoming really popular. The warm floors are have have been available for quite a while, but now it's it's just more and more being requested because to, in the winter time to step on a nice warm heated floor in the morning is is fantastic. But now they're able to be put into showers as well. So you have the bathroom floor that's heated. The actual shower tile shower base can have a heating element under it. And then not only that, but the shower seat, which commonly is covered in a quartz or a stone material, can be a little chilly to sit down on yeah. when you're in the shower. So if it hasn't warmed up yet with the water in the shower head, to actually have a heating element under it to heat up that stone and make it a little bit more comfortable when you sit down on it. And how are they heating these floors? Is it, you know, something electric under the floor? Yep. Is it heated water? I know that was a thing at one point. It's typically not the heated water. It's actually um, they're heating wires or elements that are under the tile or under the stone that the heat's radiating through the material up to the surface. Excellent. Okay. And going along with the bathrooms, Something you see a lot of if you're uh, looking to age in place, mm -hmm. that's really big. You know, people are wanting to stay in their homes more. One of the biggest areas of concern for people when they're wanting to stay in, in their home, you know, long term is the bathroom and making it accessible and safe. So what are some tips for that? Yeah, when you design a space, you always, especially the bathroom, you want to design it for you now but also think about 10, 15, 20 years down the road. What could you need? Um, adding grab bars to the shower area or at least putting blocking in the wall. So if the time comes that you need to have uh, a grab bar in the shower or even around the toilet, the blocking and the framing is already behind the wall, ready to attach to, and you're ready to go. Um, and a lot of this aging in place kind of gets into what a common term is universal design. Mm -hmm. designing spaces that are good for somebody between the ages of four and 104. Yeah. Um, that anybody can use it no matter what their abilities are. Um, and it's comfort for, for all ages and, and uh, abilities. Yeah, and a lot of people out there may think when you talk about grab bars and things like that, make it seem like a sterile hospital-like environment. But, man, I'm telling you, the designs for those types of uh, applications have gone a long way. Yeah, they're very decorative now. Not only do are they functional, but they have purpose to them. Some of these grab bars, they call them shower shelves. So it looks like a shelf in the shower that is on top of the bar, and it have, the shelf slides back and forth. So you wouldn't even think by glancing at it that this is actually a grab bar. So not only does it hold the soap and the shampoo, but it's a grab bar in case you need it. Yeah. And you said uh, adding and blocking, so that's essentially just like additional framing, yes. right? That's within the walls that you can easily put a grab bar in. Yeah. 
when we're thinking about that shower area, potentially adding grab bars in the future, are there materials um, that you would recommend over the other for that sh- the shower walls, whether it be an onyx-like material or tile? What, what's probably the application that would be best for something like that? Uh, it actually does not matter. You really? can do tile, um, traditional tile shower, or the onyx collection, the man-made acrylic surfaces are, are fine as well to have um, for a shower if you need to put a grab bar in. Are we seeing more of the acrylic type materials? Are, are people still opting for tile? It's still 50-50. Yeah. It really depends on the homeowner's personal taste, what they like, what their their life is like. Mm-hmm. If they're not, if they're worried about you know scrubbing grout and maintaining a shower, which is a little bit of extra work to clean. Um, or I also specify if you clean your own shower, if somebody else does it for you, then it doesn't right. really matter. Um, but if you're looking for ease of use, cost effectiveness, a paneled shower system is a great choice. And they look great. They're easy to take care of um, just all around. As far as mixed metals, are you seeing that within the shower as well? Absolutely. We're seeing um, potentially like the shower head itself be a different color than the shower arm behind it. Maybe the valve is two-toned. You'll have a matte black faceplate, but the handle that you control the temperature with could be uh, brushed gold or silver. Um, And maybe the shower drain is maybe matte black also to kind of coordinate with some of the other tones in there. And smart technology is another thing we've we've heard for a while now. And one of the areas where you see a lot of that is the bathroom because of reasons for uh, showers. You can heat up the shower, you know, through your smartphone and things like that. Well, what sort of cool uh, gadgets and gizmos have you seen regarding the, the shower and the bathroom? So many different smart home features are being added to the, the bathroom. Um, you The digital shower valves that are available, so instead of a traditional hot and cold you know shower valve, which we've all seen, sure. there's just a button on the wall that is Ooh. on off, and then you adjust the temperature up and down, like the volume control on your remote. Yeah, That then links to, you can program it with your Alexa, so you can, or Google smart speaker and just wake up and say, hey, Alexa, turn my shower on. And it will actually warn you when the shower has reached temperature. Mm-hmm. So it might take a minute and a half, but when it gets up the temp, it says, okay, your shower is ready. Um, music in those bathrooms. Mirrors have now come out with Alexa's built into the mirror, and it's part of the speakers. Um I mean, that's just amazing to think about how far we've come with technology to be integrated in the house like that, to have something to be on demand like a heated shower is something uh, people 20, 30, 40 years ago would have, I mean, dreamed of having, and here we are. I can just picture my kid yelling to Alexa to turn on the shower and then forget to turn it off. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) So let's get out of the bathroom. Let's move to other areas of the house. We're coming up on a break here. But after the break, we will touch on those as well as we'll go on the road with Jake. He recently went to a client's home that had a really interesting project that I think everyone will get a kick out of. Uh, So we will see you on the other side of the break. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rick. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here on 97.1. Do you have questions about your home? Call us at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. And we are back here with segment number three for Ride at Home with Rich. Todd Bachman, Jake Spurgeon here filling in for Rich Oris. Instead of going on the road with Rich this week, we are going to go on the road with Jake. He went to an interesting project. I've never heard of this before. So, Jake, can you tell us a little bit about this? Uh, yes, this particular homeowner um, wanted uh, to build a fence in her backyard, but she wanted something that was pretty low maintenance. So she did some research and found out a product or a technique of pre- or preserving wood called sho- shojiban, which is a Japanese technique of burning wood, typically cedar, but you can do it to pine and oak and other materials. Uh, and it actually chars the outside of the product, either lightly or you can do it heavily, and it makes it fire-resistant pest-resistant, water-resistant, and you never have to stain the wood again. So if you have a wooden fence that every couple years you have to you know, clean and then stain, this is permanent one time forever. And it makes the wood last, I mean, forever long compared to traditional wood. Man, that is crazy. I've never heard of that before. So they, they literally burn the wood yep. to think, a certain point. Yep. Think of uh, a flamethrower that you're taking to pieces of wood. Wow. Um, it can be No done. orange peels needed. No <laughs> orange peels needed. Uh, you can do this prior to the, the product, like the fence being yeah. put together. And it's popular, more popular in siding than fencing. Um, and it, it provides a black, I mean, it's a black finish on the end. So it's really modern looking. It looks very fantastic. You can Google it and see lots of photos of this. Um, but Shojiban is how Shojiban. it's, is how it's uh, is, to my knowledge, how I will it's not ask you to say that five times fast. Please don't. But that that's really interesting. And you even mentioned siding. People do it to the side of the yep. house, too. It's uh, for siding. It's fantastic look. I think it looks really, really yeah, good. Yeah, that's really interesting. Well, maybe that will be on next year's trend list. Uh, so we're going over the 2022 trends uh, for the year. We've uh, talked about trends in the kitchen and bathroom. Now I've just got some kind of miscellaneous areas of the house here or, you know, specific things that go along with these trends. One of them is multifunctional rooms. Hey, we're working from home more. Kids are learning uh, or, you know, doing virtual learning more. So we're at our house trying to find space for our own things. Mm-hmm. And this is where the multifunctional rooms come into play. Yeah. At, at Mosby, we don't only do kitchens and bathrooms and additions, but space planning is a big part of design. So lots of requests for home offices. So what we're doing is taking guest bedrooms that maybe you have a guest stay in there once every three months, not that often. Right. So it's kind of a dead room. Let's give that room some purpose. So individuals are looking for um, a home office space, and then potentially, instead of adding square footage, um, using that room to get away from the rest of the family if you're, you're home during the colder months 
or if you're just stuck at home. Um, so these guest rooms are turning into a desk space for work. Um, we're taking the bed out and putting perhaps a sleeper sofa in there. So it's a lounging area for reading or watching TV um, away from the rest of the family or your house guests. And But when you need that guest space, that couch folds out to a guest bed. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. Uh, just personally, my wife, is uh, her office cr- is currently our youngest daughter's bedroom. So mm. we kind of need uh, maybe a little bit of change there. So maybe a multi-purpose room uh, for us, a new home office, something like that. And that's another big trend here is, is home offices. Uh, are people specifically asking you for a home office? Yes. It, you um, custom either built-in cabinetry, furniture pieces. So many jobs have gone from going to an office Monday through Friday to 100% full-time remote working. Yeah. Um, so individuals for a while set up at like the dining room table or the kitchen island or kind of just had a little folding table. And now that this is kind of permanent, they really want a functional workspace that has, you know, their phone, their laptop, multiple monitors, printers, scanners, and have all those elements nicely organized. Um, so a space that they can work and, and get their, their responsibilities done. Yeah. It makes total sense. I, and I, I totally understand it permanent home office uh, would be huge. So totally understand where the clients are coming from. Now, here is a trend uh, that you may not be aware that's coming back in, but that was around for so many years. You know, you've, you've been in a home that has it, and that's wallpaper. Wallpaper is coming back into style. It is. Um, maybe not all the walls being have a, a decorative <laughs> pattern on it, but at least having one accent wall. Okay. And just to add some element of interest and texture to a space. And you might get nervous about putting up wallpaper because yeah. it's a pain in the butt to pull down and, and refinish the wall. So they do have removable wallpaper. So do, um, if you're, this could be a DIY project, you can Google, lots of companies make removable wallpaper, but it's contact paper. And it goes up, it looks great, and then when you're ready to pull it down, it comes right off and the wall is ready to paint. That's what it should have been, I think, forever. I mean, because yep. if anyone's ever tried to remove wallpaper... Uh, mm, no. it, it's not easy and it's frustrating. I'd rather pull the drywall off the wall. <laughs> I just knock down just the whole wall and start fresh. Put new drywall up. <laughs> I'm going to some colors that are trending or really one specific color. Uh, that's shades of green, man. That's really coming on strong here. We've had clients ask uh, about it. You've talked about it. So what sort of greens are you seeing? All variations of greens. Gray greens, very bold, dark greens, um, just anything in that green family for cabinetry, paint colors, flooring even, um, accessories, it's on everything. Yeah. You've even seen it in flooring? You've seen green floors? More in you know accent rugs okay, or I uh, see. maybe not wall-to-wall carpeting, but a room rug. Right, not a shag green carpet. <laughs> Shag is still available. (laughs) That doesn't mean you have to buy it. That's true. Just uh, throwing that out there. Now, one thing that you mentioned to me before off air is the concept of the fifth wall. You know, your ceiling being the fifth wall, and that is an area where you can really focus on uh, to bring out a great design for your house. So tell me about the, the theory behind, you know, not ignoring this part of the house. Yeah, your fifth wall is your ceiling. Um, Yes, by default, everybody has typically will have a white ceiling, and that was meant to reflect light. 
but sometimes it can be a little bit drab. And if you really want to give a space some drama um, or some, uh, some interest to it, paint the ceiling either the same color as the walls or maybe a couple shades lighter than the wall color. And it really kind of gives a sense of uh, closeness and warmth and continuity throughout the room to do that. So don't forget about that fifth wall. Um, don't think that you have to paint it white. Think of a color. Yeah, think outside the box. Uh, that's great information there. And uh, so as far as that's all like the inside, but what's really uh, catching on strong is outdoor spaces. Another thing here with the pandemic that we're seeing is people are spending more time uh, in outside when they can, when the weather's nice, and outdoor spaces are, are becoming a huge demand, outdoor living areas. So tell us what sort of outdoor living spaces uh, are you seeing being requested by homeowners? More and more uh, screened-in patios, covered porches or separate gazebos, outdoor kitchens. Uh, individuals are, are wanting to entertain but understand it's safer to do it outside. Yeah. So they already have these spaces, maybe with heaters when it's during the winter or colder months, so everybody can stay warm, or fireplaces, um, or fire pits, outdoor kitchens, um, just to, you know, give you not just your indoor space, but have outdoor living areas as well for when you're entertaining or just for you personally to get out, have a nice break when you're working at home and yeah. go sit outside for a, a minute. Um, have a cup of coffee and then come inside and kind of get back to what you were doing. Yeah, for sure. That's one of the, my, my most favorite things we do at Mosby is the outdoor living spaces. I love them because there's so much variety. I love being outside. So uh, just seeing what people come up with is fantastic. Here are some things I read as far as what's going out, out of style. We've talked about what's trending, but here are a few things that I read, some that were a little bit surprising to me, one of which was the open floor plan, right? For years, everyone wanted to knock down all their walls and have it completely open, but hey, that may not be the case anymore. Yeah, open floor plans are fantastic for entertaining and for having parties. But when it's you and your kids or you know the individuals in your family that live there, it's difficult to have the TV in one room and maybe you're trying to have a telephone conversation in the dining room or in the kitchen and it's, you don't, audio just travels. So we're finding more and more homeowners are, are wanting walls put back. Or if it's an open floor plan, somehow adding movable pocket doors or some type of screening system that you can close off the spaces if you want, but keep it open when you're entertaining. Absolutely. Another one, uh, real quick here, uh, is the, the modern farmhouse. We're not seeing as much shiplap and barn doors as we <laughs> were. Yeah, I think the uh, the farm the very very rustic or modern modern farmhouse trend is has been overdone. So it, we're finding things are going back more to that transitional style with some more classic elements and some more streamlined um, looks to things. Yeah, excellent. Well, Jake, thank you so much for joining me. I certainly appreciate it. This was amazing information, especially if you're thinking about doing a remodeling project. Uh, thanks for everyone who listened. I hope everyone has a great afternoon. You've been listening to Right at Home with Rich here on 97.1. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.